Welcome, Nexus Church family online to our series that's titled, And. Pretty simple, just the symbol, and. If you're wondering what that means, it refers back to a passage where the Holy Spirit is available. The Holy Spirit is available to you to encounter the power of God. And so over the next few weeks, we're going to be discovering what does that look like for you in your personal life. How you talk to other people, how you relate to God, your identity, how you experience supernatural gifts. What are they and is it scary? And then, of course, the Holy Spirit and prayer, how it unlocks your connection with God. So we encourage you to follow along with us as we investigate what is the Holy Spirit in your personal life. It has so much power available to you. If you have any questions or comments or if you want to learn more about us you can go to nexuschurchmn.com or you can email us at nexuschurchmn at gmail.com you can go to our facebook page our instagram page youtube page however we can connect with you and help you connect in your walk with jesus enjoy today's message Welcome, Nexus Church family, to our very first week in our series, and today we're investigating what the Holy Spirit does in our life as a follower of Jesus. That is through our baptism, truly our identity. This is where we become truly recognized as followers of Jesus. Identity is so crucial to our daily life, especially in our culture where we are constantly being told who we are or what we should be, right? In fact, I found this very interesting, but according to a stat from 2020, according to the Federal Trade Commission, listen to this, there was 4.8 million, 4.8 million identity theft that was caught, right? 4.8 million people reported that their identity was somehow stolen. Trying to prove that somebody was somebody they were not. Trying to get money or trying to convince something somehow that they deserve something, right? 4.8 million people trying to prove that they are somebody they are not. Now, of course, that's just a a silly example, but really, this is a deep issue that rages across our culture today. Who are we? Who are we? Baptism determines who we are. We are followers of Christ. We are His. We claim to be His when we get baptized. Now, this goes back, of course, to Jesus' own ministry. How did he start out his ministry? How did he start out what we even see of him in some of the gospel accounts? It showed him being baptized. And ultimately, it is something that at the end of his ministry, he commands us to do. 
And so today we're going to look at the very first account of Jesus in the book of John, and then we wrap it up with Jesus' final command to his followers, that is, the ones who are baptized, of how they are to go and likewise baptize. It is who we are. We are to be baptized and then to go and baptize. Now, not that we baptize anyone, as we'll see in John, but we are the agents that, that facilitate the baptism into God's family. And in all of this, as a background, we will see that the Holy Spirit is present in every of every one of these accounts. And so it signifies to us that we walk into the family of God with the power of the Holy Spirit already a part of our life. Right? So the Holy Spirit today is alive and forms our identity the moment we walk into the family of God and are baptized. Right? It says, Believe and be baptized. In the Bible, baptism goes right along with being saved. It's a command that when you believe, you are saved. And you can read that in the book of Acts. We won't go into that today. Baptism is a command, right? Baptism is something Jesus calls us to do. But I do want to make this caveat today that baptism doesn't save you. It's not the act of baptism that saves you. It is believing that Jesus died on the cross and rose from that grave, conquering sin, conquering death in our lives so that we can have access to the Father for all of eternity. And so with that, let's dig into our text for today. This is found in John chapter 1, verses 19 through 34, a very short little example of John baptizing Jesus. This is John the Baptist, who was Jesus's cousin, if you weren't aware. And he came as one who was preparing the way of the Messiah, as we will read. So Jesus's cousin is preparing for him to come. It's a fascinating little side caveat. But with that, let's get into it before I continue talking and take us down other roads. Verse 19 of John chapter 1, this is from the Christian Standard Bible, CSB, if you're following along. This was John's testimony when the Jews from Jerusalem sent priests and Levites to ask him, who are you? Isn't that exactly what all of social media is? Who are you? And then you proclaim to the world who you are, what you believe, what you're doing. And so they didn't have Facebook, so they sent representatives from the, the wonderful priests and Levites, the religious elites, as I call them, and they sent them to ask, who are you? We want answers. And notice what John said. He didn't deny it, but confessed, I am not the Messiah. See, they were thinking. That John, because he was baptizing, now understand, baptizing was really for only the, those who were not of the Jewish faith. So this was for what we would call a proselyte, 
one who wasn't from the, the nation of Israel, wasn't of Jewish descent, who wanted to become part of the family. Even though they weren't blood-related, they could be welcomed into the nation through baptism. And so this was kind of something that was, was not supposed to happen to those who were already Jews. John the Baptist was baptizing Jews. So he was baptizing they were wondering, could this be the Messiah? What's going on? So John's like, ah, I'm not the Messiah. <laughs> then what? They asked him, are you Elijah? I'm not. Are you the prophet? No, he answered. Isn't that fascinating? They were wondering, who are you? Obviously, you're baptizing. This was, this was a thing of humiliation for somebody to be baptized into the nation of Israel that was already part of the nation. Like, this was something that was just weird. Who are you? You're not a prophet. You're not somebody important. What's going on? Listen to this. He knew who he was. He knew his identity. He was sure of it. Man, I want that kind of identity. I want to be confident. I want to be, be very solid with who I am as a follower of Jesus. So who are you then, they asked. We need to give an answer to those who sent us. What can you tell us about yourself? And so he said, I am a voice of one crying out in the wilderness, make straight the way of the Lord, just as Isaiah the prophet said. I know who I am. He's quoting Scripture. He's fulfilling Scripture. He knew who he was. He was confident. So they asked him, why then? Do you baptize if you aren't the Messiah or Elijah or the prophet? You're not supposed to be doing this. If you're not a, a, an important teacher who is baptizing into your teaching, right, identifying as a teacher, if you're not doing that, then who are you? What are you doing? He says, I baptize with water. But someone standing among you but someone stands among you, sorry, but you don't know him. He is the one coming after me, whose sandal strap I'm not worthy to untie. All this happened in Bethany across the Jordan where John was baptizing, right? So John knew who he was. He was confident. They were confused, but he knew. Even though he didn't fully know, right? He just knew that he was sent to call the nation of Israel to repentance, right? What is repentance? Turning from the way you are going and going the opposite direction, changing your trajectory. I am going this way in my life, and it is not the way God wants me to go. I am going to go the other direction, the right way. That's what repentance is. And John was saying, this wicked and evil generation is going away from God. You must repent, turn back to God, and follow him. 
That's what John was baptizing with, with that understanding into water. The one coming will baptize with fire. So then the next day, verse 29, John saw Jesus coming. Beside Jesus coming. He didn't know it before. But he was about to see something very important. Take note of what he says. It says, here's the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. This is the one I told you about, right? I am preparing the way. Preparing the way. After me comes a man who ranks ahead of me because he existed before me. I didn't know him, but I came baptizing with water so that he might be revealed to Israel. And John testified, and here it is, I saw the Spirit descending from heaven like a dove, and he rested on him. I didn't know him. I didn't know him. He was my cousin. I didn't know he was the Messiah. I was preparing for my own cousin. Crazy. I saw the Spirit descending from heaven like a dove, and he rested on him. I didn't know him, but who sent me to baptize with water told me, the one you see the Spirit descending and resting on, he is the one who baptizes with the Holy Spirit. I have seen and testified that this is the Son of God. And, of course, John baptized him. And as he came up out of the water, what happened? The Father looked down from heaven. The Spirit came upon him, and he said, this is my Son, whom I am well pleased. Jesus knew exactly who he was and what he came to do. He was the Messiah. On the day that he came out from being baptized, he knew. John the Baptist knew. Baptism has a very special power associated with it. I, I love how Paul put it in Romans 12, 3. He said, don't think you are better than you really are. Be honest in your evaluation of yourselves, measuring yourself by the faith God has given us. You see, John knew who he was. He wasn't trying to be somebody special. Jesus knew who he was. He came to give his life so that through his life, all could be redeemed. He wasn't living on this earth for himself. He was giving his life. Our identity isn't in keeping our life for ourselves, but giving it for others. And when we are entering into that baptism that Jesus was baptized with, we are entering into a life where we know who we are. We're here for the glory of God and to help others come into that glory of knowing their eternity is with heaven, with Jesus in heaven for all of eternity. And so we have the beginning of Jesus' life wrapped up in, with his baptism and the Holy Spirit being present in his baptism. And then we fast forward to the very last chapter in the book of Matthew. And of course, there is so much more that we could turn to today. But because of time, we want to just summarize this as we open up this series in the Holy Spirit with the very last chapter, the very last words of Jesus in the Gospels to his followers. And we read Matthew 28, 16, our identity, who we are. 
We are followers of Jesus when we are baptized. Jesus says, the 11 disciples traveled to Galilee to a mountain where Jesus had directed them. When they saw him, they worshiped, but some doubted. Jesus came near and said to them, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth, right? This is my command to you. I have been given this authority, and now I am telling you, you have been authorized. You have been commanded, go. Go, he says, and make disciples of all nations. We are called disciples. We are followers. We are representations of Jesus. That's what a disciple is. We represent our king. He is our commander, right? disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, right? We are called to likewise go and baptize. We are the baptized ones who go out and baptize others. We fall in line with what Jesus did. Teaching them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and then teaching them to observe everything I have commanded you. And remember, I am with you always to the end of age. Listen to that. We are disciples. We're followers. We're to go and baptize. We are ones that are just like Jesus baptized into the family. We are now part of that. And he is with us. How? Did you catch that? Through the Holy Spirit. Right? We are underneath this apprenticeship of Jesus. We are heirs. Right? We are the ones who take over for Jesus. Not that we are powerful in ourselves. It's not us. It's Jesus inside of us. We carry it on through the Holy Spirit. Baptism welcomes us into that process where the Holy Spirit comes into our lives, right? The, I, I realize that we're, we're really cutting the hairs here on this one a little bit. It might be getting confusing because, again, when we read in the Bible, baptism happens in concurrence with salvation. We get the Holy Spirit in our lives the moment we walk into a relationship with Jesus. But that baptism is a command that Jesus calls us to be and to go and do. We are called to be baptized. The Holy Spirit is present in that baptism. So it happens when we believe and we follow. We give our lives to him. But there is, there is a command to be baptized likewise. And it goes hand in hand. It's, it's, it's two sides of the same coin. Baptism and belief go hand in hand. And so today, maybe you haven't been baptized. This is something that God calls you to. Maybe for some of you, 
you've been baptized before, but maybe you've walked away. And today, maybe as a sign of your obedience to Christ, to following him, you, you want to be baptized again. I encourage you to reach out to us at nexuschurchmn at gmail.com, or you can go to our, our uh, website and go to nexuschurchmn.com, and you can message us there. You can go to Facebook and message us, uh, Instagram. There's so many different ways that you can contact us. I encourage you, or reach out to a local church wherever you're at and, and seek out what does baptism mean? Because when we are baptized, we are coming in line with Jesus as followers. And if you've been baptized a long time ago, I encourage you to do it again because you are recognizing that I need to, once again, dedicate my life to Jesus. I've fallen away, but I'm coming back. And I realize that this is a sign, not just to myself, but to others around me, that I am serious. And I'm going to go forward in this commitment to Jesus. Will you do that today? Will you do that today? You see, as we read in Matthew 28, 19, the Holy Spirit, the Son, and the Father are all a part of this life of Jesus, of following him, walking into him. Jesus and the Holy Spirit and the Father are present. And just as the Holy Spirit was present in the baptism of Jesus and in the life of John the Baptist, so the Spirit is present in our life as well. And so, Father, I pray for every person listening today that they will say yes to you if they haven't done that or if they've fallen away and are seeking to follow you again. I pray that they would reach out to somebody, whether it's our church or somebody else, that they will reach out and they will say yes to Jesus, say yes to signifying through baptism that they are serious about following you. This is a, a physical act, Father that is commanded in scriptures. And I pray that they will be obedient to that and follow you in Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us today, Nexus Church family online. And again, please reach out to us if you have any questions, concerns, or thoughts, or if you just wanna get connected to a church. We'd love to help you connect to a church and of course, connect you to Jesus. We'll see you again next time.